great Scott. Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah. Then you're in the right place. I'm going to make him an offer again. Life moves pretty fast. Welcome to the Man Cave Chronicles. Hey everybody, on this week's podcast I have uh, UFC Kyle Crash Bogniak. How you doing Kyle? I'm doing good man, thanks for having me on. So what's going on, what's new with you? Just chilling, uh, recovering today is a recovery day, also Father's Day. Training hard and uh, preparing for my next fight in um, UFC on Fox 25, UFC Long Island. Alright, so let's. Uh, I got some questions for you. Uh, uh, tell the listeners where you're from. Um, I'm from Gloucester, small, small little town in uh, Massachusetts, about an hour north of Boston, little island, um, place where basically everybody knows everybody. Everyone knows what you're gonna have for dinner that night. Everybody's fought everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, a nice little town of lots of athletics and uh, just good little area, island living. Right, so, how, how did you get into MMA? Um, basically, I got into MMA kind of just fell into it man i used to play sports my whole life uh, multiple games a day my mother would bring me to basketball game and then drive me to my football game or whatever it, whatever season we're in that year time of year um and then i kind of lost my way in high school i ended up dropping out following the wrong crowd and um went through a dark phase of my life found myself at 22 with really nothing going for myself all my friends um going to college or whatever proposing or whatever and then uh i decided that i needed to do something with my life and i went to a welding school technical school and i met a kid who did mixed martial arts and i was just hanging out with him on the weekends and training here and there and then when i graduated i wanted to stay in that that type of uh rhythm and um i joined a gym in boston when i had a job and um just kind of doing jujitsu competitions here and there as a white belt, you know, staying in shape. I loved it, loved competing. I started finding myself again. And um, my my job, my company, I was a welder. They moved to Mexico, and I wasn't going to Mexico. And um, I ended up collecting unemployment. And, you know, I knew I wanted to be an athlete as long as I remember fifth grade practicing my signature, always wanted to be a professional football player. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to become pro as a mixed martial arts fighter. I think I had, like, three amateur fights at the time. Um, it was totally out of the realm of getting the UFC, but I believed that I could do if I worked hard. Um, I t- told my coach that I lost my job and I want to give it a year to be professional. And sure enough, within a year, we you know, we got the right matchups, turned pro, and uh, got televised a couple of times on Access, uh, CSMMA and Access Television. UFC ended up coming to Boston a couple of years later. And um, they asked me if I wanted to step up a short nose fight, and the stars aligned, and I kept my nose down and worked hard. All right, so, so UFC approached you? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, there's a whole other things in there as well. As uh, I went three and as a pro, and I tried out for the Ultimate Fighter, 
uh, season 22. It was a lightweight division. They I went pretty far, but they said I was too small. So right before of casting, um, they let me know, you know, you're too small and um, we'll keep you in back of the mind. And I was on their radar. And when they came to Boston, they they called me. I was on their contact list and asked me if I wanted to step up. So that's basically how it happened. Yeah. Why don't you tell us the first time you stepped in the octagon for UFC? Uh, it was it was incredible. I to be honest, I fought the week before that for CES. I uh, I finished my opponent in the um, second round, I believe, or the first round. Um, and about four days later, after my fight, I guess one of the opponents fell fell through for Charles Rose, and they asked me if I wanted to step up and fight that Sunday. And I was like, Hell yeah, let's do it! This is my dream. Um, I had to cut weight again, which sucked, but I felt incredible going in there, and the walkout was absolutely amazing. Basically, in my backyard, and all my fans were there. Um, it was just a surreal moment, man. I had the biggest smile on my face, and just felt like no one could touch me. I I made it to my dream. I felt like a god coming out of there, and it was just incredible. And um, I had no UFC jitters or nothing like that because it was just so spur on the moment type thing. It was just like I made it. Let's do this. Um, UFC jitters didn't come until about my second fight because I finally had a full fight camp and a twelve week camp and studying my opponent so the jitters came after yeah. um how did you come up with a name a nickname crash <laughs> i came up with a nick well i did my grandfather came up with that name a long time ago i was always like i said i always played sports i was you know bike riding or skateboarding or whatever and i always had a cast on one hand and a, a, a knee splint in the other or something broken or getting stitches so you know <laughs> At an early age, he just started calling me Crash. And whenever I entered the room, he was like, Kyle Crash Bokniak. And I just thought it was hilarious. And um, when I turned pro, I, I used the nickname Kyle Killer B Bokniak. And then once I made it to the big show, Ben Saunders was actually on the same card. And out of respect to Ben, I decided that, you know, I'll change my nickname back to the original moniker my grandfather gave me. So it was actually pretty cool. Yeah. How did you, uh, uh, let's talk about your training. Yeah, definitely. How does it consist during the week? Uh, my training is pretty uh, intensive. It's uh, I train hard. There's really no easy days right now. Five days a week, um, two to three sessions a day, cardio in the morning, like a light cardio in the morning, basically a skill session and a hard session. Um, I take Fridays and Sundays off, lots of film study. Um, when I'm not training, I'm home napping or studying my opponent or preparing my meals. So it's pretty intensive right now. Everything is basically extremely disciplined and, uh, it would all be worth it once I get in that cage and uh, get my hand raised. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the, your next fight? Oh yeah. I, I can't wait for it, man. I've never been so dialed in, so prepared, so hungry. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't think I won my last fight and it's been eating me up alive. And, uh, I got this fuel that I just need to like shut everyone up and shut my mind up and go in here and just kill this kid. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite UFC fighter of all time? Favorite UFC? To be honest, man, I didn't watch a lot of UFC. Um, like I said, I just fell into it and just did it to stay in shape. Um, but, you know, once I was training and I started taking a liking to it, once I started watching MMA, I mean, Jose Aldo was the guy I would watch, um, GSP. Anderson Silva, um, Forrest Griffin, um, 
Edson Barboza, th- those types of guys, Matt Hughes, those, th- all those guys were like my favorite fighters. Those I would tune in to watch. But now, like, you know, I'm loving the Damian Maya, the Khabib, and, you know, so I like Aldo a lot. You know, he's in my weight class, and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll fight him one day, which would be pretty cool. But yeah. um, basically, those are the guys that I started watching when I got into MMA about five, six years ago. Yeah. Well, um, so you have a fight coming up on UFC 25 on Fox, correct? Yeah. How are you preparing for that? Just doing a lot of um, my opponent. Basically, he's a he's a grappler. He he considers himself maybe good striking, but I think he'll change his mind quickly once we start bang and he feels my power. But he likes to hold a lot of people against the fence, um, take him down, use his leverage. So I've been working a lot of you know footwork, boxing, uh, wrestling, defending takedowns, and. Um, basically just pulling people who represent his type of body style and just trying to have them inflict their will on me, basically what Kennedy is going to try to do. Yeah. How do you feel about Kennedy? Um, I think Kennedy, uh, he's he's definitely a worthy opponent, man. He's 10-0, 2-0 in UFC. He went to Fort Leeds of Brazil in enemy territory and uh, showed tr- tremendous amounts of poise. Um, he didn't break under pressure, and he did what he had to do to get the win. But as a fighter... I, I think, you know, I respect him. I respect anybody who goes in that cage, but I think he's a very boring fighter, um, and I don't think he likes to get hit in the face, and I'm definitely going to test his jaw. And um, I don't think he has the speed and the explosiveness and stamina as I do. Um, he definitely has the height and weight, but he's going to have to pin me against that fence to use it. Yeah. Um, who are you looking forward to fighting next? Anyone, man. Anyone that's up the rankings, anything that I, I want the top 15, anyone from 15 to whoever, whoever I can get. Um, Kennedy is on my radar right now, obviously. Um, I don't know. I have no idea who's next. Whoever's in the top 15, I'll take anyone. Yeah. But just, I will have a name. Once fight day comes out, I will have a name. Yeah. So you just like to fight pretty much. <laughs> yeah, man. I just, it's just the way I make a living. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, you you train so hard, you get in that fight, and you go, shit, like, I'm not doing this again. But within one day, it's like fucking, you get that itch, you want to just fight again. And uh, it's just something you can't explain. It's just inside of you that you just, you love challenges. You love facing the challenge. You love waking up, grinding every day, and just just doing what you got to do to um, overcome an obstacle. Yeah, what, what kind of a diet do you follow while you're training? Uh, extremely disciplined, strict. Um I eat every 90 minutes, every every 90 to um, two hours, I'm always eating like two to three ounces of meat, a bunch of healthy fats, avocado, cashews, olive oil, tons and tons of vegetables. Um, I'll, I'll drink my carbs. I, I drink carbs while I work out. Um, basically, just very disciplined meal prep, tons of water. Um, I, I, don't, I haven't had one cheat day in the past month. Um, and I plan on not having another cheat day until after I beat this kid. Do you have like somebody that makes this stuff for you, like to keep track of everything? Or is this pretty much all on your own? Yeah, it's, it, it, I cook. I go and buy everything. I cook everything. I measure everything. I weigh everything. Every everything's precise. Um, I want. I, I fight week. I want to walk in feeling incredible. Once I get my weight cut, I want it to be the easiest weight cut ever. And um, I don't care if I'm the smaller guy. I'm going to feel better, and my cardio is going to feel good, and I'm going to be the more confident guy. 
The Man Cave Chronicles on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Brian Padone here, founder of Quiet Punch. When I'm not listening to the Man Cave Chronicles, you can catch me filming one of my live workouts on quietpunch.com. Check it out today. That's quietpunch.com. Have a question for the Man Cave Chronicles? Tweet them now at the MCC Podcast. Now, what, what, when you step in the octagon, like, how does it feel? Like, what are you thinking about right away? Like, is everything like in slow motion in your head? Or like, how does this? It's so hard to describe. But I mean, fighters will tell you, they'll tell you they're not scared. But obviously, you know, you got to be a psychopath not to feel something. Um, me, I, I'm nervous as hell that day. I take like 10 showers. I think I have to keep go take a piss. I go to the bathroom like 20 times. Um, I just jump rope like crazy, just visualize everything. I'm nervous wreck. But once they call your name and you get to that to that door and your name is about to be called, you, you realize you're a part of a process and there's nothing you can change anymore. And it's just like the weight has been lifted and all of a sudden you just feel like a god. They call your name, you're ready to go, you see the crowd, you just can't help but just smile and just remember why this is this is why you do it. Like this is this is living. And all the pressure goes away, man. And you go in there and you mean mug your opponent. But to be honest, I'm this who I am and I love it. And I go in there and it feels like you're so focused. I can hear my corner. I can hear people yelling. I can see his eyes. I have like spidey senses. Like I just know what he's going to do before he does it. And then after the fight, it's all a blur. It's like a dream. You can only remember bits and pieces of it. So it's an incredible experience. And I think that's what makes people have the itch to always fight because they they miss that. You don't feel that high anymore. Yeah. Like I've read articles, like some fighters say, like when they're in there, you know, and, you know, they're they're getting ready to fight. It's like like you're playing chess with your opponent. You're just thinking what movie you're going to do before he does it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a it's crazy. It's just like your brain is going overdrive. It's just a million thoughts, a million emotions, like million scenarios that just go to your head at once. And then once the guy makes a movement, it just kind of, it just happens. It's, it's very strange. Like if you think like, Oh, I'm waiting. If you work on like, Oh, he does this. I'm going to do this. You're slow. If you kind of just like, just let it happen, you're going to do better. And that's the thing that I'm going through right now. It's like, my last fight, I game plan for a specific thing, and he didn't do it, and I was just kind of like got thrown off. But again, it was the experience that I needed, and uh, we learned from it. Yeah, have you been have you been in a situation where you like you do something, and then you're like, oh fuck, why did I do that? <laughs> um, yeah, you get you get stuck in shitty spots in MMA, um, and that's just a part of just you know biting down fighting on the bullet and getting out of a shitty situation and hopefully uh, you can reverse the position or reverse the tide or whatever it is. Um, you're going to make a mistake. That's half the training is getting starting shitty positions, start and trying to get out of them. And hopefully when fight comes, you're never in that position. But if you do end up in that, it's nothing that you haven't been through yet. Yeah. Um, see, so, uh, one of the questions I wrote down for you was like, who's your hero and why? Uh, my hero um, oh, I don't know. I would have to say my, uh, my grandfather, he's, he's a guy who I've looked up to my whole life. Um, he was my coach in every sport and he never trained, he never treated me any different from any other players. I had to prove myself. Um, I was always humble. I had to work hard. If I did something stupid or whatever part, I remember one time I partied, he suspended me for a game and it's just like, he, t- he taught me a lot of responsibility. Um, and, uh, 
he was a he's a good man. I, I didn't have a father growing up, and he was my he's uh, my grandmother's second husband, and uh, he took me under his wing and treated me like a son, and I just respect him, respect the hell out of him, and he's a good stand up guy. So we talked about before we got online. We talked about how you know I'm from Massachusetts, and so are you. And uh, so do you ever do you go check out Red Sox games, Patriots stuff like that? Um, I I don't really follow the Sox really too much, but I, I go to a couple of games here and there when it's nice out. But uh, yeah, I follow the Patriots all day. I love them; they're my favorite. Did you catch any games last year? Oh yeah, I watched every game. Yeah. Did you go to any? I didn't go any. No, I didn't go to any Patriots games. I I like to sit back and just watch them on TV. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I I love the Pats. They just they have an incredible story each and every year. I just feel like they just have a new a new motivation, a new story. It's just it's incredible. Yeah. What do you think about them for this year coming up? I think they're gonna they're unstoppable. I think they're gonna they're definitely a Super Bowl favorite, and they definitely will go to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, anyone can win the Super Bowl. You just saw what happened last year. Um, they were getting smoked and they came back, but they're definitely, I think, um, you know, they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl and, Super Bowl and I think they're going to dominate again. Yeah. Uh, we also talked about how you're going to go to Greece and you're also married to oh, a, yeah. to a, a Greek girl. <laughs> how, yeah. how, how is that treating you? Uh, I get yelled at a lot, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good girl, man. She's my backbone. She's honestly uh, my biggest fan and, She's been there since day one, even before I started doing MMA, like just getting out of school. I met her right right before I went to school, and uh, we've been living together and for the past seven years, and we got into this together, and she was going to pharmacy school. She's a pharmacist now, and I'm a UFC fighter, so it's pretty cool, and uh, she's got a huge, giant Greek family that loves loves me, and um, we're going to Greece after my fight, and I can't, I can't wait, man. Yeah. I can't wait to go see all what Greece is about. So you haven't been there, right? I have not been there, no. How long have you been married for? Uh, we just got married last November. So oh, okay. um, after my, no, we got married, yeah, November, right after my fight in August versus Barzola. We went out, uh, got married in Clearwater, Florida. Okay. Yeah. So, so about uh, six months. Yeah. How long are you going there for? Um, we're going to Greece for two weeks. We're going to go to her grandfather's village uh, in Sparta, and then um, we're going to go see... Stupa, um, Santorini, and um, there's one more on there. I forget. Yeah, all, but those, all those are good places. Yeah, my, I can't. My, my father, my father's from Sparta, and you know, I used to love going there with them. Yeah, yeah, we, I can't wait. They they got little olive trees they planted that they go and see every year. It's it's really cool, man. I can't wait to have. Uh, you how do you pronounce them? Yidos? Yidos? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna eat like a maniac. I've been so strict. I can't wait to have all those Fredos and Yidos and baklava and all that. It's yeah. gonna be incredible. It's worth the cheat for the two weeks. Oh hell yeah, man! I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna come back like 100 pounds heavier. Yeah, Greece, yeah, you'll have fun. There's no way you're uh, not gonna have fun there. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Especially as hard as I've been working, it's gonna be nice to just kind of kick back, relax, and just just um, you know, enjoy life for a little bit. Yeah. How can um. How can listeners and fans of UFC find you? Twitter? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me. Um, I'm, I'm on Instagram most of the time. That's the platform I've been using. I document basically a couple times, a um, couple days throughout the week. I'll document everything basically from the minute I wake up to what I'm eating that day, what I'm doing, my training sessions. It's a cool way to follow me. I'm getting an inside look behind an athlete's life, a fighter's life. That's at, at 
at Kyle Bocknick UFC on um, Instagram and um, basically Twitter. Um, you can find me at Kyle Bocknick. How can fans get a, a, a shirt crash? Yeah, you got to pick up one of these shirts. They're, they're so cool. Um, There's Crash, my nickname. Basically, you can pick up the shirt at koamill.com. That's K-O-A-M-I-L-L.com. Um, they're sweet. Um, basically, go to any party you want in style and crash it. Yeah. Is there a, anything else you want to tell the fans? Um, no, I, I, I just appreciate everyone who's um, been supporting me and... Uh, you know, I love the hell out of all you guys and um, want to put on a good sh- good show. And I can't wait for you guys to see me kick ass July 22nd, UFC Long Island. I mean, we're all rooting for you, you know, from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it's right. awesome. I know I'll have I'll pack the house. Boston, uh, New York's not too far. I have my whole Gloucester, a lot of Boston guys, a bunch of people from Massachusetts and my whole girl's family. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, can't wait. Well, thanks for coming on. I hope you come back on the show again. Of course, man, definitely. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much.
You got the power.